Happy Friday, December 23rd, 2022. It's Christmas Eve Eve on The Ron Show. I'm your host, Ron Roberts, on the America One Radio app and on AmericaOneRadio.com. As we head into the Christmas weekend, we awoke today in North Georgia anyway, (laughs) and eventually throughout the rest of the state, into temperatures well below freezing. We woke up with, uh, some of us, with blinking alarm clocks. My uh, former sister-in-law told me that they actually don't have power or didn't have power uh, earlier this morning. Thankfully, they had uh, been paying that gas bill, and that's where the, the, the heat is taken care of. So been fortunate that they had a gas heat and uh, heated water as well for showers. But as we head into Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, this is the opportunity, I think anyway, to show our Christian brothers and sisters, our family members, our friends, what it means to live life in a Christian way. And the irony is, obviously, I am agnostic. I am, I've tapped out on religion. I, I don't. Nonetheless, whether you, whether you do subscribe to a religion or don't, this is, um, to me, an opportunity not to be preachy, which is ironic, I guess, uh, about being true to Jesus' teachings, but to also discuss empathy. Empathy is something I believe is in short supply in our society today, and it's not hard to find evidence of that. We are in the midst of an aggression on a sovereign country in Europe, speaking of Ukraine, and yet it is a political football for some to hand-wring about the costs to us as Americans for that war to continue. Never mind that without our backing, surely the Ukrainian military would have crumbled by now. Now listen, make no mistake, Ukrainian people are strong, they are pesky, they are ruthless, they are undeterred, but they are also outgunned. Except with our assistance and our allies' assistance, they've been able to not only take their grit and determination, but also our technology and our support, and hold off Russian advance, and in some cases, push the military back into Russia, to the point now where even the Ukrainian military can attack Russian territory. Now, I didn't intend to start today's show, the last one before Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, talking about the Ukraine war. But it is pretty fresh in our memories since uh, Volodymyr Zelensky just spoke before a joint session of Congress, even the two sitting morons, Lauren Boebert and Matt Gates. Like, why show up just to surf surf Twitter? Uh, And also, of course, met with President Biden. And believe it or not, there's some noise made on the right about the fact that Zelensky didn't, here quotes here, respect the office of the president by showing up in a suit. The dude is coming from a war zone. Forgive him if he only has so many clothing options at this point, right? No, the intent wasn't to talk about the Ukraine war. The intent was to talk about empathy and how it seems to be in short supply in these United States today. Now, you know 
I love me some Trey Crowder. And Trey Crowder talked a little bit about empathy about nine days ago. Here we go. You know, I think one of our main problems politically in this country is evidently somewhere around half of the population just is incapable of caring about a thing if it yeah. doesn't affect them right. personally. Yes. Like, we all know people vote based on what's best for them and their community, and yep. that's fine. But it seems that for a big chunk of the populace, the second unspoken part of that philosophy is also screw other communities. Right. And I don't understand that part. I don't understand why it has to be binary. And I start thinking about it in sports terms. You know, others have pointed out that these people with their hats and their shirts and their flags and their signs and their unintelligent screaming they're kind of like sports fanatics and i think there's something to that mm -hmm. i think they process it all in a similar fashion because you know in sports hatred for the other team is celebrated and it does seem like their general attitude is like my team should be number one my team should be winning and the only way that works is if other teams are losing you're like yeah in sports maybe but like not with the minimum wage though yes but they just cannot put themselves in other people's shoes i don't mean they won't i mean it seems like they can't like you tell them, you know, things are pretty bad for blank right now. And they're just like, but I'm not blank, though. And you want to go with the obvious follow-up. Yeah, but like, what if you were? Then how would you feel? Mm -hmm. But, dude, asking these people that question is like asking a Labradoodle to solve for X. Like, they don't have the foundational building blocks to even begin to understand what you're trying to say to them, okay? And the only way it ever changes is if they do somehow experience some of this stuff firsthand. You know, like somebody's hated gays their whole life, but all of a sudden their daughter's cutting her hair short and getting really into softball, and now they're coming around. And, like, I'm glad that ever happens. But, A, for a lot of them, even that doesn't do the trick. And, yeah. B, it's a damn shame that it takes something like that to make them care in the first place. Yes. You know, because it takes something huge, like a gay child, because life's other relatively lesser hardships, they have the opposite effect on these people. Experiencing those hardships just makes them want everyone else to experience it too, or else it ain't fair. Mm -hmm. Like I worked in a restaurant, made $9 an hour. They want 15, ain't right. I pay my student loans off. They want it for free. Not fair. Right. Like, I'm surprised during the gay marriage debate, we didn't see some of them out here like, oh, gays think they should just be able to get married, even though Sheila left me with nothing. It's such a brazenly selfish argument to make in public, and they do it with a straight face. And not only that, they clearly think that we just haven't considered their perspective. Mm. Like they're like, yo, you really okay? You really okay with more of your hard-earned tax dollars going to pay for somebody else's health care? You really okay with paying 9 to 11 cents more for a cheeseburger just so they get a livable wage? You really okay with that? And it's like, yeah, man. I am. Mm -hmm. And further, I don't know how to express to you how profoundly disturbing it is to me that you are not. Like, man, that's the whole thing. He makes a lot of salient points there. And notice, like, like, I brought him up talking about the Ukraine war leading into that. He didn't even talk about the Ukraine war. But that's some of it, too. Well, we're not the ones being invaded by Russia. Our apartment buildings aren't getting, you know, bombed. No, of course they're not. Does that mean that we shouldn't care that it's happening to other folks? And if we're being honest, aren't we paying a little bit more attention actually to the Ukraine war? Because it looks like a lot of white people are the ones being chased away. There are these sorts of conflicts in nations of brown-skinned people too. I could bring up so many instances where this bears itself in these United States. The Flint water crisis, well, that affected a majority-minority city. So there didn't seem to be an appetite for fixing it amongst the suburban culture, the rural culture of this country. Or, specifically, the GOP. There wasn't much of an appetite to deal with that. 
Just blame. Well, you know, that's a Democrat-run city. (sighs) Same thing for Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson, Mississippi, way more recently. They're finally going to get hundreds of millions of dollars in federal money to bring Jackson, Mississippi's water system up to modern standards. But again, not not a big appetite for dealing with that. And notably, Jackson is a majority minority city. And there will be detractors on the right who say, well, that, does, that doesn't have anything to do with it. That doesn't have anything to do with the right being concerned about the kind of money being poured into a city like Jackson, Mississippi. Except in the governor's case, Tate Reeves, the governor of Mississippi, he actually rose up through the ranks and campaigned on his fiscal conservatism that included holding up money for Jackson, Mississippi water improvement. This from the clarionledger.com. Reeves, a Republican, blames Jackson's water crisis on mismanagement at the city level. See, Democrat-run city. The city's latest water troubles are far from its first, and they have stemmed from decaying infrastructure. Keep a pin in that, folks, beyond one water treatment plant. As you continue down this article, this line As Reeves climbed Mississippi's political ladder, he cited his opposition to financially helping the capital as evidence of his fiscal conservatism. Jackson area lawmakers say the troubled water system is one example of Jackson's status as a political punching bag for Republican officials who control the legislature and the state bond commission. This isn't just a Jackson, Mississippi thing, though. You hear this all the time. Well, that's a Democrat-run city. That's the problem. Well, I mean, how exactly does that just explain a problem for a municipality? especially when it's in a Republican-run state. That doesn't just explain the problem. Well, you know, they just, they're just they not trying to fix it. Are, are, are they not trying to fix it? Or are they lacking in the funds to fix it? Maybe that's it. And make no mistake, what's happening in Jackson, Mississippi, or what has been happening in Jackson, Mississippi, I should say, or Flint, Michigan, or any other American city of substantial size, isn't unique to those cities. It's happening everywhere, including Atlanta throughout the Southeast, throughout the state, throughout the country. Cities are dealing with major problems, dealing with infrastructure that are older than you or I, for the most part. And because they're older and larger than the population in a lot of cases that they serve, there are a lot of expenses that come with maintaining them. I'll explain this all to you next segment in a way that I hope we can kind of all visualize and follow along together. A lot more of that. And empathy. we got to talk more about empathy. It is the last show before Christmas, after all. On The Ron Show, on the America One Radio app, and on americaoneradio.com. It was a normal day. He was in some minor accident, a fender bender. And I had this impulse to call him, but I didn't. Because I thought I could call him later that week. He abandoned the car, he came home, and he shot himself without ever talking to anyone. When I came home that night and I found her, they told me that she had shot herself, and I couldn't believe it. I asked if he was okay. Taking a gun into your house uh, for protection is uh, a terrible myth. Once you pull that trigger, that's it. There is no coming back. 65 Americans a day die by gun suicide. Store your gun securely, locked, unloaded, and away from ammunition. Help stop suicide. Learn more at InFamilyFire.org. Brought to you by Brady 
and the Ad Council. I invite you to show your support for this show. If you own or manage a business that could benefit from partnering with Atlanta's only liberal progressive talk outlet, you can do that and support America One Radio and The Ron Show. We have absurdly affordable advertising packages, and you'll have yours truly working with you to craft your messaging and produce your advertising or pitch your product myself if necessary. Plus, with our social media outreach, we can bring more attention to your support of this show and America One Radio. Find out more by emailing me at theronshowatl at gmail.com or call me direct at 843-283-0078. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council.